Ever since I was a little girl, I wanted to be a teacher. But when I became a teacher, I found that I just couldn't stand to be with the children at all. Uh-huh. Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love it so much. Uh, but but the, these next couple are bad. I guess I should just go ahead and say that now. I feel like I talk about why we love it so much, and then I have to qualify it every single friggin' week on this show. These aren't that bad. They're they're not good. They're just unremarkable. <laughs> mm, mm, we'll get to it, okay. I guess. We are going to be watching uh, episode 135 of Sailor Moon Supers this week, uh, which is called Connecting Hearts, Chibiusen Pegasus. Are you? Did you? Did you? Did you? I haven't loaded up the page. Okay, great. Because I want to keep it. I want to keep it all clean. Good. Uh, and I know you're going to get all grumpy. <laughs> I will call you a fucking piece of shit if you see it. You know do, it. That's so amazing. <laughs> Why is it that everybody who talks about the show is like, oh, Chris is the main one? Because words are wind, Chris. That makes no sense, Jordan. <laughs> that's nonsense. You are an editor. You should have slightly more respect for words. The weirdo. Oh, wonderful. Anyway, we have a uh, a very good friend joining us uh, for this week's show who's going to help us talk about that. We have Stephanie Moore here. Stephanie, welcome to Sailor Business. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, now, Stephanie, you when you emailed, mm-hmm. uh, you said that you could provide uh, cat pictures to Jordan, cosplay yeah. pictures to prove your, uh, your uh, Sailor Moon cred. The cat pictures were not delivered. Yeah. I do want to point that out. So already starting off on the wrong foot. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> you, you, you realize you're just setting yourself up to get like an onslaught of cat pictures for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. I that I just want them for Jordan. I will just happily forward them on. I have no interest in cats. None? No. Oh, but wow. I have a black cat like Luna. Ah, now I really like you. Okay, but is it is it actually a purple cat no. in all the merchandising? Uh, no, she has some kind of like chocolatey tones when she's in sunlight. But mm-hmm. I don't know how that is. Yeah, she's pretty solid black. She's fluffy though, and she does not have a crescent moon on her forehead. Did you take the bandaid off and check? There wasn't a bandaid, um, but I have like like looked under the fur to see if maybe it's just like a birthmark, and so far no dice. Mm, that's too bad. Well, uh, you also said that you have an extensive knowledge of shoujo manga and anime as a genre for comparison. Uh, so I guess my question for you as we start off is, what is your history with Sailor Moon? So as far as Sailor Moon itself goes, it was one of those shows that was a little bit background noise initially. Never had cable growing up. My parents' house to this day does not have cable. 
So mm -hmm. the only time I ever even had the chance to see it was when we would visit my aunt's house out in middle of nowhere in Cisco, Texas for like a day at Easter and at Thanksgiving. And the kids would just be in the back spare bedroom with the TV and we would watch whatever was on Cartoon Network, which was typically Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z and Captain Planet. Are the big three that I remember from that time. Did they show Captain Planet on Cartoon Network then? I honestly couldn't tell you for certain, but it's in that same category of my memories. So maybe, I mean, I could be wrong about like what channel it was on, but it's, it was in that same category of things we saw at, at my aunt's house and not something I could ever like quite catch at home. So Sailor Moon itself was, it was kind of like one of those things I knew it was there. And then I'm a nineties kid, like super nineties. So when I was hitting middle school, my sister, who's much older than me, was just in getting into college. Mm -hmm. And she was in with a bunch of like nerd type friends, you know, theater and like D&D &D groups. And she started getting into anime at a point where it was still the like shitty bootleg brought over from China. She has the original set from her uh, fruits basket with really shitty subtitles. Mm -hmm. good, good times. But I got into to manga through that, and I read the Sailor Moon manga mostly while I was, I would find it either at the library or at there's a used bookstore where we would read stuff. So I read most of the manga before I ever really watched the anime. Granted, this was the, like, original flopped, like, chicks or mix or whatever. Oh, it was, it was, it was chicks comics. Chicks comics, yeah. Uh, yeah. With the single issues, and then I believe it was mix manga but by the time it was out in uh, Tengaban, it had become mixed manga. So yeah, the little, the little tiny, little tiny, little little manga volumes. So I read most of those, and then it kind of honestly fell off of my radar until I got into college, and I started getting into a bunch of other anime and manga, and it kind of everything kind of came back around to Sailor Moon for a lot of stuff because it's so like iconic and it set the trend for so many things. So I went back and I started watching some of the original anime. Also, if you've never watched Sailor Moon abridged, some of that Wonderful. shit is so hilarious. <laughs> I've actually never seen it. I mean, it's been recommended to me specifically like several times, but it's really funny. It's so, it's so bad. It's, it's, it's so bad. It's good. It's like, it's well done, but it's so bad. Like, Oh, some of this is like questionable taste. I actually, ran into them at a convention once and they drew a, a sailor moon picture in my sailor moon sketchbook oh my god really i wonder yeah, if it was the same good. one because i know there were like several people doing a bridge series at that point no it was the people who did sailor moon abridged originally i i was sure it was crazy anyway continue oh that's cool well that's pretty much the extent of my sailor moon stuff until they re until when crystal came around i went back and started revisiting again reread the manga um I actually haven't watched more than the first few episodes of Crystal because honestly it looks the the looks very much threw me off and I keep it, it keep meaning to go back and like give it another shot and it keeps just not happening. So one of these days I will. It just hasn't happened yet. I think we're in the same boat as far as that goes as of watching the first couple episodes of Crystal and being like, well, we do have these 200 episodes of this other thing we could be watching. Yeah. I want to like it. I want to like it so much, but like the the visual is just like it's very strange and sometimes things just don't translate well people are sure one-to-one -one the animation 
They they tell us it gets better with season what three mostly is where people really liked it. I think. I believe it. I think at that point they were. People did tell us season three is very good. I think they're taking more time to do the production before airing it because of the comparisons I've seen for like what aired for the season one and then what they released on like the Blu-rays is very different. That's weird. Yeah, like they did a lot of like I guess post. Yeah, uh, and I've heard that's a pretty standard practice too. That like a lot of times what you see on the the DVD releases or Blu-ray releases has been cleaned up from its original broadcast. But at the same time, it's like I'm pretty sure we were getting One Punch Man around the same time, and that show looked awesome. That so, show ruled, man. Everything looks so good. Are they making more yeah. of that? Well, I mean the the, I, the oh. manga is still going. Yeah, they they should be if they're not. I know the other series by the same artist, Mob Psycho 100, is supposed to be getting a second season. Uh, I believe uh, because I I was writing about this at the old uh, day job not too long ago, but uh, I think the the studio that did the animation for season one is not the studio that uh, either did or is doing season two of One Punch Man. What? Unfortunately, Why? Oh, was it that was Madhouse, right? Yes, it was Madhouse. Oh my god, damn it! That's they're like the fucking best right now. No, they're like they're, if, they're so good. Even if you have no interest in One Punch Man, like as far as as story goes or, or plot, just go watch some of those fight scenes just to see how great that animation is. It's like incredibly good. So good. Animate this. Yeah, yeah second season. Ah oh, man, yeah. No, no, they're not. It's not coming anytime soon. It doesn't look like. God damn it. Damn. Anyway, it's a good show. These days. Not as good as Sailor okay. Moon. No, of course not. Good good segue to get us back on track, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you drifted away from, from Sailor Moon for so long, how did you like were there just other uh shoujo manga that you were into in the meantime that you your interest kind of extrapolated to? Oh yes. Like there was a lot. Because like I said, I was in middle school when kind of that uh, Japan animation and manga and everything was getting cool. And I had a much older sister who I idolized to death and she was getting into it. So I was like, Oh my God, it's cool. Like I gotta be into the stuff she's into. And then my little sister and I just flung ourselves headfirst into the abyss that is anime and manga, especially in the late nineties and early two thousands. I remember when it was called Japan days. Oh my god! I met some. I like. I was talking to somebody who still called it Japan animation, and I almost died. Um, it was like poison to you. I was just like, I was just like, I don't know if I should try and correct you or what. I just I'm just gonna move along. But yeah, we got into a lot of stuff. Um, at that point, I was reading a lot more manga than I was watching anime because it was easier to get because the library. Um, was expanding a lot on their teen stuff at the time. They were trying, really trying to get it more into the kids and the teen stuff. So manga was like really big. So they were putting a lot of manga volumes into the library, which is great because then you can just go and you can read everything um, and not have to invest a million dollars into everything. So I read so many things, especially like, like I really liked the like fluffy girly stuff a lot. So if there was any sort of like, magical girl-ish manga that I could find. I was pretty much reading it. I like, you know, Tokyo Mew Mew. Dream Saga, I would kind of put under Magical Girl. It's a little different, but it's super cute. Let's see, what was that? Pretty Probably pronouncing that one wrong. 
And then you have your good old clamp with um, the Magic Knight Ray Earth and some card capture Sakura. I am ride or die for Sakura. Like, so hard. Now, have you watched the new the new card capture Sakura stuff? Clear card. Yes. I'm like one or two episodes behind right now, but it's so good and it's so pretty. And I love they managed to keep like a lot of the same like art style carrying over. So it's still it definitely looks a little more modern, but a lot of the good stuff from the previous style is still there. It doesn't look too, too much like just the new stuff all does. Uh, so it's it's really good. And I'm very excited. Actually, just a couple weeks ago, we went, I went and saw the sealed card movie in theaters with my friend and it's oh it's too cute i love it business cards hit me up i'll be there <laughs> oh man I, I forgot we were gonna do business cards that's that's such a good name that i feel like we have to right <laughs> you have to i'll come on for that one all the time oh business cards is gonna be good so how did you like when you came back to sailor moon after kind of experiencing all the stuff that had been influenced by sailor moon and, and done is a response to sailor moon and and all that stuff what was your feeling when you came back to it it's definitely very nostalgic because it's kind of like it's that sense of familiarity coming to it and it's like oh yeah this is where all of this came from this is the source for that it's like you know it's like when you read something that's like a classic and you're like oh yeah this is where that trope came from or this like character type or this cliche <laughs> sometimes it's a cliche but yeah definitely like this kind of nostalgic and and just very like it's a it's a lot of lighthearted stuff for a lot of a lot of it especially with the 90s anime and especially like the filler stuff because i know i remember <laughs> reading the manga as a kid i was always like damn son <laughs> y'all are getting a little dramatic right now <laughs> maybe you should just take a minute do you really need to stab him with the sword and then stab yourself with the sword oh no okay all right you do you girl Okay, there's sword stabbing. It's a it's a little dramatic. Uh, it's there, there's a lot of drama in mm. in old Sailor Moon. Uh, and and here's the thing about Sailor Moon, I genuinely think that when it is it, it, its best is better than anything else. Like it's when it's good, it's so good. When it's bad, it's still pretty good. When it's awful, it's terrible. Aww. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like those those that awfulness is like pretty few and far between, uh, except we got, you know, most of Super S it's turning out. I have a lot. I have a lot of I have a lot of stuff about Super S. I just. Well, well here's the question. We'll get there. Do you want to get into it now or later? Because this is the time. Uh, I mean, we can get into it now. The only other thing I would have to say about, like, my history with Sailor Moon is how I got back into it, like, right now is actually this podcast. Um, My older brother, actually, he listens to pretty much everything all the time, all all sorts of different things. And he was the one that actually told me about you guys, and he does not know I'm guessing, so that's going to be funny when he hears this. (laughs) But... Uh, yeah, he rec- he like told me about this podcast, and he was actually also the one that told me that brought the uh, Cute High Earth Defense Club love to my attention, even though he's never watched it, despite uh-huh. my best efforts. But that's the one that's like the most uh, direct sort of combination of a parody and a love letter to Sailor Moon. It's the one with the boys and uh, the pink wombat, and it's pretty. It's pretty great. I like that you told us that your brother got you into the podcast, and then you made sure to be like, yeah, but he listens to everything, so, you know. 
It's not like you guys are good. Oh no, I meant like he he like keeps up with with all sorts of different like people on the internet and like fandom stuff. And I find it kind of overwhelming, so I usually just wait for him to like send things or recommend them to me. He's um like not a trendsetter. What do you call it? A taste. A taste maker. Something like that. Wow. I don't know. He's good at he he knows what I like, and so he'll he'll like send things my way. So I always I always trust his judgment when he thinks I'll like something. He's usually right. And it was very right in this case. Well, that's that's awesome. We're happy to get people back into Sailor Moon. Yeah, it's it's one of the best things about doing this show is, is hearing about people coming back to Sailor Moon because you know Jordan and I were both fans who were really really stoked to get back into it when it came back out. And Jordan, you had recently watched the entire run of the Deke. I had, yeah, uh, and, <laughs> uh, but I had not. So. It's it's really fun going through it again. How do you think we've been doing going back through it along with us? Have you been like watching along? Have you been just having the good memories? I've been watching along and I'm enjoying it because I'm actually uh, like you, Chris. I definitely never saw anything past R for sure. So we're all in new territory for me, too. Uh, I've actually I have not watched anything past uh, these two episodes that we're watching tonight. So oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I got to mine and I like took my notes and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna wait until after that so that I so can. You really of... are watching along with us then. Yeah, yeah wow. it's nice. It's kind of like low pressure because it's sometimes when I'm like watching something with a lot of episodes, there's like it's usually because someone else told me I should watch it and I feel pressured to catch up because they want to talk about it. And with this, it's kind of just like yeah, I can watch one episode a week and it's fine. <laughs> That's great. That's great yeah that's that's really awesome to hear well we're glad to have you uh i i am very curious to see what you think of uh what we are about to see but but uh, let's do the we have to do the the questions uh oh, that's right jordan would you take us through our usual questions for our guest uh number one is who's your favorite sailor scout uh this might be a surprise uh but it's sailor jupiter <laughs> yeah, and, and we should say when when you yes. promised cosplay pictures, you sent us a very good uh, Jupiter cosplay that you did. How Thank tall are you? I am five foot ten. Whoa, towering I'm... over Sailor Jupiter. <laughs> I'm very. Yeah, is taller than Jupiter. I'm very Horrible. tall. <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons I love her is because I am always the tallest in any friend group. My prom pictures involve a lot of me like hunching over to be in frame with my friends. Look, you don't don't hunch over. Just make them bring apple boxes. <laughs> That's what I say. What are they, Tom Cruise? I yeah. got over it. I wore heels in my wedding, and my husband's like four inches shorter than me, so wow. it's fine. Wow, nice. Rocket. Really cute heels. Yeah, like, no, no, no shade. No, no shade. No shame. Okay, what do you think of... Well, yeah, I mean, we gotta know, as a as a Sailor Jupiter fan... Okay, alright, fine, we'll do that one first. <laughs> yeah, what do you think no, of Cookbook? We, we yeah. I honestly would never have probably seen it on my own, but it's one of those things that's, like, when pointed out, like, I'm definitely into it. Like, I can see it. It's cute. It's real cute. I do love a good, like, jock nerd dynamic and with a couple of cute <laughs> girls it's even better so sure sure yeah. how about uh memoru and uh and usagi's relationship what do you wh where do you stand on that that one's a little more complicated to be honest <laughs> because individually i think i like their characters even in the anime ah. but as a couple i'm 
I'm not sold on their relationship outside of them being Dustin Moon lovers. And I have kind of a weird opinion on the whole reincarnation thing after reading a particular fantasy series in college where it was like really, really fucked up. (laughs) And so after that, coming back and watching this where it was like, oh, we were in love in our past life. So it's meant to be. I guess I just don't see enough reason outside of that for them to be in love and together. Like if they played it up more, I guess if they showed more of like what they each love about the other, because it's like, I feel like, especially for Usagi, I love Usagi, but a lot of the reasons she likes Mamoru are really shallow. Oh, yeah. You know, like he's, he's, enough, he's for good. sure. Like he's good looking and he's like this like cool older guy. Okay, so I can follow I can follow that she has a crush. Um That's a good point, actually. But a lot of a lot of his like, you know, his opinions of her, like I don't feel like there's enough acknowledgement of how Yeah, what does he like about her? And like you can you can point out things that he likes about her, like her, you know, sense of obligation, you know, her loyalty to her friends, but I feel like that's not painted as the reason they're together necessarily or the reason they get together we we know as as viewers and and fans of the show like we know that usagi is a good person uh (laughs) and and like we do right like we like of course i'm just i'm kidding Mm -hmm. but yes i'm laughing (laughs) yes she's a great person but and you know in theory at least memoru knows that as well but yeah it's never it's never brought up. And like, that's one of the reasons that episode that we had uh, a few back was so frustrating for me is because that was kind of his chance yeah. to be like, here's why I love her. And yeah, that doesn't that happen. One was, that one was rough. That yeah. one was real rough. <laughs> it's uh, quite bad. At least but... there was a blue hippo in it. Mm. <laughs> if you're going to break the concept of the show, you might as well have a blue hippo, I guess. Um, okay. And then last, uh, what about Chibi? I think she's an interesting character. I definitely like her more the second time she comes back from the future. She's definitely a bit more of an annoying child at first, but I also like really feel for her in a lot of ways because she's depending on how you look at it. If she really is like emotionally, it's still a child. Like there's probably a lot of stuff that's kind of going over her head and she's just really confused about. And then when I think about it, I think it's been a long time. I think it's been a long time since you guys made any Buffy uh, parallels, That's but yes. like I actually, uh, within the last year or so, finally finished watching Buffy and all this thinking about all the stuff with uh, Dawn and all those parallels there. It was like, like I, I was defending Dawn to one of my friends who like hated her character. And I was like, he was like, she's so whiny and this and that. And I was like, I, come back and talk to me when you've been a 15 year old girl and we can talk. But yeah, I feel like there's a lot of she doesn't quite belong, and so I feel like that's stressing her out on a level that's not really addressed in the show explicitly. Yeah, I, I think there's there's a lot about the relationships in this show that should probably be explored more than it is. Yeah, yeah, but I don't I don't hate her as a character. Definitely, I like her right now, although. I have I have some questions. I have some <laughs> questions and some advice for this child. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Uh, so is that? Do we have any others? Any other uh, standard questions, Jordan? I think those might be all the big ones. You know? It's been a while, so I've kind of forgotten what we talked to people about on this show. Sorry for the delay. Are you, are you no, not, it's. Are you playing Sonic? No. Uh, 
What are you playing? <laughs> you don't worry about it. You know, you, you, don't, you, don't you worry your pretty little mustachioed head about it. <sighs> All right. So uh, with that, I think we've got just a little bit of sailor business business to get through. Uh, I just wanted to give a special shout out. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, I believe that they will be over or just about to finish. But uh, right now, where we are in the past, uh, the Olympics are still going strong. And that means that everyone is getting to see uh, my favorite figure skater, uh, Evgenia Medvedeva. Uh, who you may remember as the uh, the skater who went uh, viral by doing a uh, Sailor Moon inspired uh, routine, uh, and I got to watch. First of all, she's awesome. Uh, second of all, she's not just someone who did a Sailor Moon routine. She's also one of the most dominant athletes in figure skating. She did not lose a competition for two and a half years. So when she did the Taylor Moon routine, she won. Uh, that was, I think that was an exhibition, but it might've actually oh, been okay. at a competition. But yeah, she, um, she w- took first place in every com- competition she did between 2015 and, and the end of 2017. <sighs> Damn. Uh, the only reason that she didn't win the one when she came, the, the last one, which was the European championships th- uh, this year was that uh, she was coming back from a broken foot and her teammate won it instead, who is apparently uh, the real life person that uh, the uh, younger Yurio is based on in Yuri on Ice. So. Oh my God. Yeah. She's so, she's so good. Yeah. Alina. So good. But yeah, Evgenia rules. Um, She rolled up into the Olympics and got the, uh, the highest like score ever. And then Alina got the highest score ever recorded. So there's a little bit of rivalry there. But I got to watch a video package, and I highly recommend you seek it out. It was on the Olympic channel, and it was about Evgenia Medvedeva and how much she loves Sailor Moon. And so there was like an NBC news person explaining Sailor Moon over footage of a transformation sequence that they animated for Evgenia Medvedeva sounds delightful no it was amazing um and it was like it was hilarious because they had it mostly right like they were like oh sailor moon it's the story of a girl who's looking for a mystical artifact and i'm like mm, that's you kind of sure. got that wrong sort of i guess i guess s is i mean you uh, could argue that the millennium crystal the silver crystal yeah, I guess the legendary silver crystal. Uh, so at the end of the video, it turns out that the reason they were doing that is because uh, Evgenia is searching for an artifact of her own, a gold medal. Oh, uh, which I thought was like that's that's like worthy of the show. It's so bad. That's pretty that's lame. Cute. They showed her like drawing her OCs, which oh is really God. great. And they, what? she actually talked about doing the Sailor Moon routine, and she was like. She said to her uh, choreographers and trainers as a joke, she was like, why don't I just do a Sailor Moon routine? And then they were like, why not? And she was like, yeah, why not? (laughs) Which I think is like really super cute. Does she speak English? Yes, she does. So is she your number one get for the show? I would. Hey, of all the (laughs) Olympic athletes, I think there's there's two I think we have a chance of getting. Oh, Uh, there's. Virginia is, is our best shot. Uh, and then I think just by virtue of our connection to Marvel Comics, I think maybe we could get Michaela Schifrin. But that would be that would be an outside chance. 
So, but is she your number one get in the world, or is there somebody you'd rather have on the show? Uh, I think Naoko Takeuchi would probably be my number one get in the world, Jordan. I guess. Does she speak well, I'm not actually sure. I don't know. I've never checked. Uh, I, I, we would figure something out. Nope. If she's like, I don't speak English, we'd be like, then I'm sorry. We cannot have you on the show. We can get a translator. <laughs> okay, Jordan, just, it was just so you know, if that opportunity comes up and that is your reaction, you will be the one not returning to the show. <laughs> uh humor uh so yeah um definitely check out uh everything with uh Virginia medvedeva if you have not already uh, also the olympics have been super great this year so very stoked about them uh and i think that's it i think that's all our sailor business business jordan are you are we ready to talk about this episode we've put it on as long as we can yeah i'm ready i think i'm ready then let's talk about uh connecting hearts chibiusa and pegasus Now, Jordan, normally I would say the air date and uh, creative team behind this episode, but I always keep accidentally seeing the English title, so yes. I have not looked them up yet. Okay, good. Well, we'll get to them in just a moment. Uh, but you just said the, the Japanese title of the episode. What do you think the English title might have been? I don't know. Horsing around? <laughs> no. It's a little bit more episode-specific than that. It is definitely way more episode-specific than that. Is it called Connecting Hearts? No. Is it called Bad Art Teacher? You're getting closer all the time, but no. It has the word teacher in it. Here, I'll give you a hint. Horse for teacher? Oh, what? Jesus Christ. That's wonderful, but no. Uh, it, it, it's, it, it's got some irony to it, Chris, because it has a double meaning. I mean, most of the episode titles try to have a double meaning and wind up not even having a single meaning, so <laughs> that doesn't really help. This one does have a double meaning. Because what happens okay. to the teacher? She becomes slightly less bad at teaching children. <laughs> Is All it right. called teacher becomes slightly less bad at her Got chosen it. profession? Nailed it. No, it's called. Wow, Cloverway is really getting uh, really getting. <laughs> no, uh, it's called a teacher's lesson. Ugh. See, double meaning, successful double meaning. It's uh, that's uh, that's one and a half meanings. All right, fine. So yes, uh, today we are watching uh, Hearts That Communicate, Chibiusa and Pegasus, uh, which was directed by Norio Sasaki, written by Yoji Enokido, uh, with animation direction by Hisashi Kagawa, and it originally aired on my wedding anniversary several years early, uh, on May 20th, 1995. Meaning you got married on the day this came out to celebrate this episode? Uh, well, actually... Uh, we've mentioned this on the show before. I, I got our Aiden and I mark our anniversary because we started watching Sailor Moon together on Hulu on Skype dates, and they ate, it started on May twentieth. So, right, but I think really it was to celebrate this really episode. Really, it was just to celebrate this episode about a shitty art teacher. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did you? And you both wore fake mustaches. We both wore fake mustaches. Okay, so we we'll get there in a second we open up with the amazon trio <laughs> madame zucconi is like ah oh, you guys suck the amazon trio is like yeah i guess we suck uh and that's that's that right doesn't it open with no it opens with chibi Jimmy and pegasus yeah it opens with doesn't them having a conversation yeah like i have it loaded i'm looking at it right now and it's chibi in like in the forest it's before the before the opening title oh god i thought that was part of like a teaser i don't like like this episode okay i can tell 
Yeah, I don't like this episode. No, it's it not does. good. And I don't care about any of the Pegasus stuff. <laughs> it does start like that because I wrote down a note because Chibi's conversation that she's having with Pegasus is, oh, man, you always show up whenever we need you. What's the deal with that? Also, the bad guys always say, like, they're looking in your dream, looking for you in a dream, and I talk to you at night when I'm sleeping. So explain to me where you are and what's going on. And I'm like, come on, kid, put it together. My notes from here involve uh, her, the fact that she's like, I've kept you a secret. I'm just like, no, yeah, no, really. <laughs> this is, this is my real problem here is that, no, when someone, when, when someone asks you to keep a secret as a child, you don't keep a secret. You tell your parents. Well, children are dumb as always. Him. Children are very dumb, Yikes. but someone needs to talk this child some stranger danger is, is what I have to say on that front. Chris, that's not a harsh thing to say. <laughs> I mean, it really is from brand new father, Jordan D. White. No, it's not harsh to say children are dumb. They're just ignorant. They don't know any better. They have to learn things. That's that's the nature of childness. But uh, but they are dumb and they make mistakes. That's what, All children make basically the same mistakes because they're all dummies. I don't know. I was pretty smart when I was a kid. So. Why is no one <laughs> teaching her stranger danger? That's, that's because like... she doesn't have a real mother. That's the reason. <laughs> They had 900 years to parent this child, and no one brought up stranger danger. Oh, in Crystal, in Crystal Tokyo, there's no stranger danger. Everyone is uh, peaceful oh. and wonderful. Yeah, and, if you uh, live for 900 years, you're not a like strangers cease to be a concept. Oh yeah, no, there's no stranger danger. There's just you know that mysterious planet that tried to kill everybody and. What? There is that. There is, that. <laughs> but that didn't happen for this TV so. Right. We, we we theorize that maybe that's a different timeline. Oh, that's right. I do find that theory intriguing. It is. It's a fun idea. It's that Marvel Universe time travel. Um, here's the thing. Please, they have had like how many episodes into Super S are we? We're like ten episodes in at this point, right? Oh, it's a good number. I don't know exactly, but yeah, something like that. Let's see. Cool. I mean, we could very easily go check. All right, I'll check. <laughs> no, you know what? Your your connection's unreliable. I'll check. Okay. Uh, let's see. Sailorbusiness.com, where you can find our podcast and download it. Uh, super s eight episodes okay (laughs) they've had eight episodes to make me care at all about about this friggin horse it has not happened yet it would maybe help if he had more than like 30 seconds of screen time per episode do you think it's ever gonna happen chris you think you're really gonna care about this flying horse i mean maybe what's the most you've ever cared about a horse (laughs) I mean, I care like I care a lot about Comet the Super Horse. I would not describe it in a positive light, but okay. it, it is there. Okay, all right. And I, I would say most I ever cared about a horse is probably a never-ending story. Yeah, that's a that's a that's an old uh, heartstring tugger. I mean, like, look, I I I quite liked the the horse-based television show uh, about the about the ponies before that became like a weird thing. <laughs> Did you guys ever play Shadow of Colossus? No. Uh, I did not, because that oh, okay. game seems difficult. It's actually not super difficult. It's it's really good. It's really beautiful. But the horse in there, I, I love that fucking horse. The horse that you have. It's great. It's a good horse. Listen, I care about a bunch of stupid shit because of this show. I care about moon crystals. I care about, uh, like... You care about moon crystals? Really? <laughs> yeah, not all of us hate crystals, Jordan. <laughs> mm. Okay. I care about Chad... You care about Chad? I mean, I, I, I care about Chad as much as I care about memory, honestly. 
Yeah, I t- I think I think you think Chad's a grow. I feel sorry for Chad. Ch- Chad is definitely great. Uh, you know, you know what? I probably care more about Greg than I do about this friggin' horse. <laughs> like, I just this I feel like was an opportunity to make me care about this thing. Like, give it some screen time. Have Chibi to go. Hey, what's your friggin' deal, man? Uh, and that doesn't happen. And I find that very frustrating because then the rest of the episode is just the same shit not happening. Well, there we go. Uh, So, yeah, we get Chibi talking to Pegasus. It's just a bunch of stuff. And then we move on to the Amazon trio uh, getting yelled at because they're terrible, which is, again, just shit we've seen. Like, there's no consequences. It's just Madame Zirconia, which she always is being like, hey, you need to go find Pegasus. He's in someone's beautiful dream. If for those of you just joining us, and and maybe that was a useful explanation of the plot in 1995, but I don't know. Sit, sitting here week after week is a, is a it is not necessary or fun, right? Well, it's because they they have you know they have um it's a very episodic show as you know, and uh, mm-hmm. they want every episode to be somebody's first episode. You just tune in and you go, oh. Oh, what's going on? Oh, these people get yelled at. But you're right. It's really stupid because literally it doesn't matter. Also, I'm fucking sick of Tiger's Eye. Come on. Is he going to do every episode? Come on. I'm at the breaking point with Tiger's Eye, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, this This is this episode was it. This is the breaking point oh, for me. I got bad news for you about next episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, don't worry. I did not have fun. <laughs> Okay, you made the joke about, you know, the, the like, for people who might have missed it, that's the old comic book thing. Like, every comic is somebody's first. Yeah, yeah. And you made that joke. But here's the thing, Jordan. I wasn't really joking. Well, yeah, but how, how sincere were you about the idea that this could be someone's first episode? I know, I, th- to- totally serious. Again, we're talking about 1990, what again, 5? 1995. This is May 20th, 95. Don't, you know, don't forget... Uh, now listen, I technically I don't know Japanese culture in 1995 that well, but if it's anything like television in American culture, uh serious hardcore serialized television was not that much of a thing. It was at that time very difficult to get old episodes of a show. You had to catch them, you know, or or buy them on VHS, but that was like expensive. So yeah, I, I'm thinking that they probably were like, I hope some random kid just sees this episode and goes, great, I love it. It's about a bunch of girls fighting pervs. Like you do. <laughs> as good as that theory might be, how many people have we talked to on this show? And and, and the people we have on this show are like, you're diehard Sailor Moon fans. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're all huge, huge fans of this. How many people did we talk to who had Crystal Clear Destiny as their first episode? Well, at least and one. We're like, yeah, and we're like, I, I've got to see more of this. Like, this is my jam. Can you imagine having that kind of reaction to this episode? Can you imagine seeing this episode and being like, I need more of this? Well, no. Yeah. But that's because it's a very blah episode. And Crystal Clear Destiny, Destiny might be the best episode, as we've discussed. Yeah, this is what I was talking about earlier when I'm like, when when Sailor Moon's good, it's great. Like, the R movie the three of us, Yumi and Ali, on this show talking about the R movie, all three of us in tears. This episode, I'm like, do I want, like, is can we skip to Crystal? Is no. there, I hear Sailor Stars <laughs> has some really weird stuff. Maybe we could talk about that instead. <sighs> all right. 
so you're right. This is the this is a dumbass opening that sucks. They are <laughs> there are no consequences for these I mean, people. Look, Stephanie, am I am I just being too negative? Because you, um, I believe your original uh, goal was to get the previous two episodes when when we were were assigning people to two episodes to be guests so did you because did you you, want, you wanted to talk about bestiality <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. yeah that's definitely my secret goal this whole time because <laughs> artley was totally surprised that she picked the bestiality episodes even though she picked them anyway completely as we were saying as you're saying go ahead yeah did you like did you just want the the closest possible episodes or did you have a a particular affection for this run am i just being like overly negative because i know i can be i know i can be pretty grumpy no i mean honestly like i like i was saying earlier i hadn't watched any of this season yet when i was requesting episodes so i was just looking at the like synopsis on the episode list and you know the the two before this that i was originally like oh those would be fun where the the cat one introducing diana because i love the cats and then um the one after i was like i was on board with with uh the cute little cute little writer writer girl george r. r martin makoto yeah, yeah makoto's ex <laughs> yeah so cute she's got a type i think but, you are being a little harsh chris only a little because again yeah. this is an unremarkable episode but i don't think it's like we've watched episodes where i've been like this is so bad like it made me angry this episode this episode is just uninspiring it's just like okay and 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 it's especially so because it is so repetitive. Uh, the, the the show has always been repetitive, but the repetitive episodes we've liked have revealed some like new aspect of a of a scout of some sort. And this one really doesn't do that. Yeah, this one's not even a, a fun spotlight episode. Like because it's because it is a spotlight of a shitty person that we don't really care about. <laughs> Who's the spotlight? <laughs> like, no, no, no. I mean the new character. I mean the new character. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they'll do the art teacher. It's the teacher. Spotlight on a character we've never met before and probably never no, no, see again. But but, that, but they, I'm saying they do that a lot. Like when they did the episode about uh, Molly's sister, quote unquote, who plays tennis, that was fun. We yes. had a great well, time. I mean, yeah, because yeah, something very specific <laughs> happened in that episode that awakened things in, in viewers. <laughs> when we had a Greg episode. No, I'm just kidding. But fine. Uh, so, so okay. Okay. Look, let's but let's one, get one through thing. it. Let's not, let's not stop and stall out a minute into the show, which is where we are. <laughs> one, <laughs> one more thing, oh, um, Stephanie. You said you wanted to like you picked these episodes. You know, you thought it would be fun to talk about Diana. Well, I got some bad news. Uh, that cat is not appearing in this episode. Yeah, she's in the yeah. next episode. We'll talk about her. Mm, okay fine so they have a conversation in which they say something some bullshit about pegasus being a shadow oh what okay and then wait is this the one no this is not that one so they say some bullshit about that and uh oh no no they do this is the part where they they talk about hey if pegasus is the most powerful thing in the world and we want to capture pegasus so we can take over the world then how come the beautiful dreamer that Pegasus lives in doesn't take over the world? At which point, Fish's Eye in, or Fish Eye in the dub goes, you're bugging if you think a beautiful dreamer would think about it that way. <laughs> See, that would improve the episode so much. That's amazing. And in fact, they would have been bugging. Because, uh, 
Zirconia explains, no, that's why Pegasus never tells the dreamer that he's living inside of them. And uh, as soon as uh, the dreamer finds out about this amazing power inside of them, Pegasus scrams. Pegasus, Pegasus Femusus. And in that way, is like a shadow. Mm-hmm. And then... So he's like a dream squatter. <laughs> yes, yes. At which point, <laughs> Tiger's Eye goes, Shadow, I know a shadow person. Hey, shadow person, did you hear that thing about the shadow? Because there's yeah. a shadow thing. Shadow, shadow. How convenient. This is a rare time. And again, this is something that I usually like when it happens, because it, it happens infrequently enough that it's kind of special. We get to see an interaction with the monster before the monster is called into battle. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Tetis. Okay. What? It's <laughs> your the- favorite. I do like Tetis. I remember. <laughs> yeah. She's fun. I actually really like this monster's design. Yes, this is uh, Heavy Hanako is uh, this monster's name. And, and yeah, she's pretty cool. And I saw like I saw the episode summary of like, oh, there's a shadow monster that can take people over by I- infecting their shadows or like getting all up in their shadows. Yeah, what? That's like some dope like Doctor Who shit. That does not happen. In this episode. Yeah. Well, because yeah, that's what they have this whole conversation where she's like, where he goes, he goes, oh yeah, you know, you 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 go into someone's shadow and then you take over their heart, and, and then you can, and it's like, oh wow, like this is amazing. Yeah, like are we gonna have to fight? Like, the, are the scouts gonna fight each other? Like, are the scouts gonna have to fight Pegasus? No, it's bullshit. None of it happens. Are they gonna have to None fight a shitty teacher? No, nope, not even yeah. that. Nope, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Big bunch of nothing. Yeah, it's kind of a waste of a really cool design. Yeah, I do <laughs> like the design and I like the idea, but like there's yeah, again, there's nothing more frustrating than something that's almost good. Yeah, I guess that's mm-hmm. that's true true. Um so meanwhile, the scouts are um off having a day of frolicking on uh on the shore of that uh that that short from Fantasia with the with the with the Pegasuses and the and the flying horses. You know what I'm talking about? Pegasus. The pastoral symphony, yeah. Yeah, there you go. They're they're in the set of that. Well, it's not the scouts, actually. I'm sorry. It's just Chibi. Yeah, it's Chibi. And the one thing I actually genuinely appreciate about this episode, Chibi and her established canonical school friends. Oh, are we supposed to recognize them? Because yeah. I totally Those didn't. are her friends. Are they? Oh, okay. Yeah, because... I'll take your word I, for I, it. I definitely remember the uh, the girl with the, the, uh, the Chinese dress. Is that the same girl as Momo, though? Yeah, that's her. She's just older now. Uh-huh. I swear her hair was a different color. I don't remember her hair being purple. She's old now. She's experimenting with her look. <laughs> I feel like I saw these kids with Chibi, and I was like, these kids cannot be in her class. Like, they're so much older than her. They're, like, enormous compared to her. Well, that's that's the thing is, you know, Chibi is now older than she used to be, which I guess we're all older than we... You know what I mean. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, um, it makes sense if she's petite for her size, too, given Usagi's, yeah. like, height. <laughs> her massive height you're, at 4'11". Yeah, you're a foot taller than Usagi. Oh my god, I am. Almost. Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. Um, But yeah, like, I... This is also where Chibi says, "Like, yeah, my goal is to be friends with everyone who wants to be friends." I'm like, "What? This is out of nowhere!" Like, your goal was to have a friend last year, as you might recall. Well, she did try to make a friend every episode last year until she made her sick friend. I guess so. But we've we've still neglected to mention the notable thing about this scene with Chibi. <laughs> Are we going to just dance around this for the whole episode? No, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> She looks perfectly 
<laughs> okay. I'll talk about my favorite thing about this disguise in a second once we establish what it is. Chibi is dressed like a famous artist. And I was trying to think, like, she's got a beret, she's got glasses and a big mustache. And I was trying to think of who she is. Um, I thought she might be Tezuka, because Tezuka always drew, uh, like, drew himself wearing the beret. Oh. But Tezuka didn't have a mustache. Oh, so. that, yeah, that'll, that'll do it. <laughs> is there... I recognize this as, like, shorthand for artist, but is this an artist I am supposed to recognize? I mean... Let's be real, we probably wouldn't get the reference. It's probably someone Japanese that we wouldn't necessarily know. I mean, is it is it Dolly? Dolly no, had definitely a weird mustache. No, Dolly had a way weirder mustache. Also, I think they if they were trying to suggest Dolly, they would have gone different directions with the paintings. <laughs> uh, maybe so. Maybe so. Who's famous for Pegasus art? Besides deviantart.com. <laughs> Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank. <laughs> Lisa Frank is pretty good. <laughs> so that's who she's being. Yeah. Here's my favorite <laughs> thing about this. The glasses are drawn w- with the proportions of normal glasses, not for the proportions of anime eyes. Uh, well, do you think so? I think they're little glasses. They're like, you know, John Lennon glasses. They barely cover her pupils. It would yeah, be, that's true. It would be like wearing the tiniest. It would be like if you had two contact lenses that you were wearing <laughs> as glasses. Uh, so, <laughs> so she's wearing this, uh, and her friends don't comment on it. By the way, her friends aren't like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" Her friends just accept her uh, as she wants to be. This is actually, um, as their teacher comes up, she is actually identified as Momohara. So this is Momo. Nice. And uh, oh, Sarashino, oh, yeah, who I think was in a previous episode as well. So, okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about what's happening again. I, I, we are really getting hung up on the beginning of this episode. So are they, I guess they're on a fucking field trip to do art. They're doing well. They're they, they're doing landscapes, and you can't just do you can't just use your imagination. Well, that's you know totally. That's totally. not a real landscape. But they go to school in the middle of Tokyo, and yet they are in the pastoral uh, whatever it was. Is, is this where we're going to start talking about Tokyo and how it works on the show? Are they not just in the Man- Maxfield Stanton Memorial Park? Uh, is there a lake there? Maybe well, there's definitely a lake. It's called Time Travel Lake. <laughs> Yeah, so so they're on like the opposite shore that we don't usually see. This also has that like weird pavilion in it. The giant... Well, this has mountains in the background. Yeah. Like they've that's what I'm saying. They're on a field trip for art class. Yes. To do painting I mean... in in first grade. This is a first grade art class field trip, which is a thing that sounds very foreign to me. Well she's in like second or third grade by now. All right. All right, that's fair. So there's this teacher. Uh, her name is uh, Ms. Marino, oh, and uh, so everyone hates her because she sucks. No, because <laughs> she's mean. So she well, she, walks no, up. She's, up. she's a bad teacher. She's telling these kids uh, who are like, look, Chibi's doing a pretty fucking bomb landscape. Let's let's be well, real here. First, she gives her shit yeah. for the costume. Yes, uh, she's like, what what are you wearing in the in the dub? She's like. Why you know take that silly thing off? Like they gave her a real attitude voice that was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, this is a terrible person." And she tells her, "If you don't draw the landscape exactly as it exists in real life, like if you put any imagination into this, it go- I'm gonna fail it because it fucking sucks." <laughs> she doesn't say fail. She says, "I can't give you a good grade." Still, for an art class, 
like a, a your task is to paint what's there exactly as it appears now i think she's wrong uh not just for being a jerk but also that's not she's they like literally say like we're doing landscapes that means you draw exactly what's there and it's like no that's not what that means a picture of a landscape that has a pegasus in it presumably is still a landscape right i mean i, I would consider it I would say it would be a picture of Pegasus that happens to have some land in it, but I guess it's a matter of perspective. No, but but no, but it, it wasn't focused on Pegasus. It, this this is like Pegasus is a small part of this mm-hmm. big painting. It's a fantasy landscape now. Yes, exactly. A fantasy landscape. Yeah, she tells her she's gonna she's gonna give her a bad grade. Uh, at which point, uh, Chibi's male friend is like, "Yeah, that's why you don't have any boyfriends because you're so so strict." <laughs> And I was like, yeah, yeah, men love lenient women. <laughs> what? Not in my experience. <laughs> I'm more surprised that, like, she's all up on Shibiusa for, you know, wearing a hat, but she lets this boy just, like, mouth off like that? Like, Well, because he's cut her to the core. He's, oh, oh he's, so it's, she can't deny because it's too real? <laughs> yes, exactly. He, oh, he found her kryptonite. Shibiusa oh, is, no. at best, 11. That's the max I can give you on Chibiusa. She's, she's okay. like, let's do it. So yeah, that would be like, like fourth grade. You can't tell a child who did a very acceptable picture, like, no, this is wrong because it's not real. That's bad art teaching. Yeah. Yeah, my notes say, fuck this teacher. This is why kids stop arting. Yes. This is why children stop doing art. Uh, it's bullshit. I do not like Ms. Marino. I don't think she needs to be subjected to the anger of these children like she is. So, <laughs> well, so what happens is, he, like I said, he he hits her dead center in her emotional bullseye. She go, She turns and walks away and, like, sits by herself on a bench to, like, just be devastated by this blow that this child has dealt her. Um, my note at this point was get your shit together, Miss Marino. <laughs> <laughs> and then here comes the first, uh, but probably not the grossest shit that we're going to see in this episode, which is when Tiger's eye busts out his creep shot taken at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. That picture is the picture. Her practically weeping, on a park bench. And then, and then listen, and then the whole Amazon trio are a bunch of assholes to her because F- F- Fisheye is like, she's nothing special. And then Tiger's Eye is like, considering how old she is, you should uh, go after Hawk's Eye, the madam killer. He is the madam killer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Hawk's Eye, uh, Tiger's Eye is like, Fish, why don't you do it? And she's like, uh, I'm sorry. He's like, I'm not interested in women. And they're like, fine. We're going to do a boring Tiger's Eye episode again. Yeah, we have yet to see Fish Eye in action, like in any kind of action. No, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that just because I'm curious to see how it's going to shake out. Uh, it, it it would at least change things up from fucking the Creep Patrol as that we have established here. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, so, yeah. He decides he's going to head out and successfully capture Pegasus because, you know, eighth time's the charm. <laughs> so, so Yusagi and Chibi are walking home from the store. And what they're doing is every three lampposts, they play rock, paper, scissors for who has to carry all the groceries. 
Yeah. And Chibi is winning every time because she's better at rock, paper, scissors than Yusagi. Which is pretty wild. You'd think they would have equivalent skill. Like, I don't know. Um, so then Ms. Morino shows up and Chibi's like, oh, that's my asshole art teacher. That's <laughs> so terrible because, oh, go ahead. You first, you first. Okay. The thing that I noticed about this uh, is that Ms. Morino refers to uh, Chibisa as Skino. She refers yeah. to her by her family name. Sure. Mm-hmm. I had not considered that that would be Chibi's family name. Only right now. It's not yeah. really. It's well, is it though? Because her. Um, I'd argue that Mamoru would take Usagi's name since she's like the queen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, well, maybe. My, my wife, Aiden, who has been on the show, uh, has her mother's last name uh, because, as as Jackie said, uh, I'm the one who did all the work. <laughs> Gotcha. Usagi is literally the one who did literally all of the work, as in saving the world and becoming the god queen of the universe. But but if if she if she took Memora's name, she'd be Chibi Chiba, which is pretty great. I mean, that is pretty adorable. But yeah, like her name is actually Usagi Small Lady Serenity, right? Like she has a royal name. Uh according to the internet, her name is Tsukino, yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah, she introduces herself as Usagi Sakino when she first lands, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Or am I misremembering? I thought she just said her name was Usagi. Maybe you're right. I don't remember. But you're right You're right that Maybe. the internet is calling her. So I'm on right now SailorMoon.Wikia.com. The entire entry is called Shibiusa Sukino, but it says her full name is Usagi Small Lady Serenity. So uh, that's confusing. I mean, it would, like... <sighs> It's complicated, but I feel like that would make more sense. Let me try Wiki Moon. See what Wiki Moon has to say about. Also, this. I do love her name being Usagi Small Lady Serenity because, like, th- there was a, a there was like a Tumblr comic about that where it was the you know, the Harry Potter thing where it was like Usagi Small Lady Serenity. I named you after two of the bravest people I've ever known. Myself twice. <laughs> Chibi Chiba is just a really great name. That's all. Chibi Usa Chiba. Maybe if she has a little brother, he'll take. Chiba is the last name, <laughs> and then there could be a Chibi Chiba. All right. Well, so she, so she, so that was the first thing you noticed. What else did you notice about this interaction? That's it. Oh, okay. I just, I just thought that was that was interesting. <laughs> now, because I like to think about the mechanics of the show when my mind gets to wondering. So here's the part that I thought was weird about this, because again, like I said, like this is this is Ms. Uh, Marino's episode. This is the episode of all about her like growth as a person and or lack thereof. So we have this whole scene where Usagi is trying to prod her for, oh, what's, uh, what's, what's Chibi like? What's Chibi like? Uh, how, how's she doing in school? And she's doing fine. And the teacher says, she's very, it's, it's, it's very nice having her in class. She makes friends with everyone. I'm kind of jealous of her. <laughs> Which is like, what? And Usagi then- needs to be like, wow, your life is pretty messed up. <laughs> And then uh, tell me, tell me this is the implication because this is the implication I got after she walks away. Yusagi's like, oh, you're doing well in school, huh? And Chibi goes, I don't actually make friends with everyone. And then they look at the teacher sadly walking away, which to me was like, I'm not friends with that bitch. That is what I got from it. You tell me if I'm wrong. Rude. (laughs) 
I thought she was more like sad that she wasn't like having a good connection. With okay, this maybe teacher. that's more accurate. Let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, because she wants to be liked, and as someone who has a like, I, I can understand the the desire to just be liked because otherwise, what are you doing with your life? You're you're messing up. But I mostly really enjoyed the fact that Usagi's just like having an impromptu parent teacher conference in the middle of the street. Like, how's how's she doing? Is she doing okay with her studies? But when but when it's, the teacher walks away, she's literally upset. She has a line like, I guess a teacher's still a teacher, even on a Saturday. Which is like, first of all, such an Eeyore fucking thing to say. Um, <laughs> thanks for noticing. But she's like, can you do the entire episode in that voice, please, Jordan? Well, I guess thanks for noticing me. Uh, can I say, you're a fucking piece of shit. I was going to see if you were going to do it. There you go. Children are dumb. Readers, uh, please take our, readers? our Twitter poll over. Listeners, please take our Twitter poll over at uh, twitter.com slash stable business. Is Jordan too mean to Chris? Yes or no? <laughs> I'd say too the answer is yes. Chris. Or not mean enough. Put it up right now. Put it up right now, and we will revisit this right. at the end of the episode. Well, th- I don't know if you know this, Chris, but listeners can't hear you speak right now. Just they can see the tweet. <laughs> to mean to Chris, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go vote. No, let's, oh, don't no. go vote. That's cheating. <laughs> where was I? Where was I? Oh, so not only is it like a, such an ER thing to say, but I'm like, what is? What does she want to have happened? What what is the version in her mind? She runs into Chibi and and Chibi's slightly larger, slightly older sister, and go and they're like, "Oh, you want to hang out? We were just gonna get like milkshakes. Maybe you'd like to come along. We're, you want to carry these groceries for yeah, us?" It's a weird comment. Like, yeah, what what the fuck did she want? Like she's gonna be a teacher. Like yeah, she's she's still a teacher, but I don't know what they were expecting to have happened. It's weird. It's weird. The entire setup for this yeah. episode is pretty bad. So anyway, that happens, and then memory rolls up and goes, "Yo, yeah, he's got a car." Wait, no, 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 no. You skipped a thing. They're skipping. Yeah, I just want to get the memory of going, "Yo," because no. I feel like that's the best <laughs> part of the episode. But yeah, we can get back to this trash now. You skipped my capital letters note scam. <laughs> I mean, look. In this case, you are actually absolutely correct. So. <laughs> So uh, this episode's pointless ruse is uh, that Tiger's Eye is pretending to to is he? A, I guess he's a fortune teller. Yeah, haven't we seen this? Didn't 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 Usagi try and be one of these guys at one point earlier yes. on for some yes. bullshit reason? Yes, but except the thing is, he doesn't actually say he's a fortune teller. All he says he's going to do is be, be a life consultant. Yeah, but I feel like he's wearing like a fortune teller costume. <laughs> Maybe he's uh, he's like uh, Lucy in Charlie Brown. Yeah, the psychiatrist is in. <laughs> he's just a, a street therapist. I mean, they have Japan has a lot of things in vending machines, so it wouldn't really surprise me if they did have some sort of just like consultation thing on the street. But then at the same time, they have a really like poor handling of mental health in general so probably not i think he's looking at her palm with a magnifying glass yeah so she says that basically the same lines in the dub as the sub except that in the sub they made it a little bit harsher she wanted to be a teacher her entire life but when she finally became when i finally became a teacher i found i couldn't stand to be with the children at all <laughs> then maybe you shouldn't have fucking been a teacher yeah. she's she's like 
if I could just get the children to like me. And I'm like, yeah, how about when they're doing art, you don't tell them how much it sucks. That's a, hey, here's a pretty good way to make enemies. Tell people their art sucks. Maybe you should treat them like people. She's very unsympathetic. I, I don't like her. And she's like, yeah, I fucking hate kids. Why don't kids like me? And so Tiger's Eye's answer is, you know, it's all right. You'll be dead soon. <laughs> I would just like to point out for a moment, though, that he has the best reaction for this entire episode when he just cuts away to his like internal monologue. And the first thought is just this sucks. Yeah, this this woman is boring and lame. Hashtag mood. This is where Darian shows up. Uh, Memory Chiba. Uh, and he's like, yo, and that actually leads us to. Our wait, wait, guess. wait, wait. Okay, you. I mean, you skipped a bunch of stuff, but what, that's fine. What, what did I skip? What important thing did I skip? Well, you you skipped him like beating her with a. Okay. You skipped some bad company. I'm gonna do that every time you try and and cover something I skipped. I'm skipping it for a reason. <sighs> fine, go ahead. Act break. Lame. I'm laughing at my own hilarious jokes. Jordan. Yes. If people like this show for whatever reason, I can't imagine why they would at this point. <laughs> what's a good way for them to support this show? Uh they can go vote that I am not too mean to you, first of I all. Don't see this poll on Twitter right now, and I'm trying to vote. I, it I already voted in it. It's definitely up. But did you vote yes? You should have voted yes. No, I voted no, obviously. And as did most of the people who are voting in it right now. But uh, anyway, the other thing you could do is you could go to patreon.com slash sailor business and you can pledge to give the show a, an amount of money every month from $1 to all the money you have. I wouldn't recommend doing that for more than one month, though. I would, actually. Giving all the money you have multiple months in a row? Yes. Wow. Okay. Do you do that? No. Okay. I want the money. <laughs> I don't want to give the money. I want the money. Give me the money. <laughs> no, if you back us at uh, patreon.com slash sailor business, you can also get some uh, some rewards. Uh, we've got some fun uh, bonus audio. I'm actually going to put something up uh, probably by the time that you hear this. Uh, someone sent us a promo that uh, they said, oh, hey, this is what the show is actually about. And they sent us a, a really great promo. I'm not going to spoil it because, Jordan, you haven't heard it yet, but it's extremely good. Uh, but I'm actually just going to put that up for everybody because I, I wouldn't feel right putting that behind a paywall since it's not something I mean, that we made. You could just play it right now. I can't find it. Oh, then never mind. You can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I downloaded it, but like I played it for and then like we I laughed at it so hard that like she asked me what I was laughing at. But uh, you can check that out if you haven't been to uh, the site and just kind of get a sample of the kind of thing we do there. Uh, for $15, you get a pin. We keep talking about a new pin, and people keep like emailing, being like, I want the old pin. I want the old pin. So uh, don't worry. We're going to have the tennis ball pin for a while. We have not settled on a design. People really want an Act Sorry pin, and people also really want a Xenobiz pin. Uh, so I was thinking maybe we could do like a set. Like maybe we could have three pins for the show and then like let people choose one at 15 and maybe like for a uh, 
like a, a $35 level get all three? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Feel free to let us know what your thoughts are on that because you're the ones who are going to be getting the stuff. I mean, my feeling is I, I still like the idea of like, we just try to do a pin every year for the people who are at 15, but we could always just say that you get to pick between the three and then eventually you have all three. Uh, I guess that's true. So let us know what you think. We've also had a lot of people asking if we could bring back the uh, the T-shirt club. I would, yes, please. I would like to do that. Here's the problem. We had a lot of different artists uh, contributing to uh, the T-shirt club, and it was actually really easy for us to break out the money and, and pay the artists when it was going month to month. I know that I cannot uh, run a store that has those designs for multiple artists because we had stuff from Christina Murdoch, stuff from Christy O'Brien. Uh, Shannon had uh, a couple of them, like all really, really good stuff. But figuring out how to break it out, it, that is more than that is more than this right. four person operation uh, with with three creatives and one person who actually does the work. <laughs> I guess Allie does the work on Xenobiz, too. Right. So two people. There you go. So I'm the creative. I do no work. Uh, <laughs> I just show up and talk. Is that true? Do you do the least amount of work on the show? Well, you book our guests. I, I and I also co-host both shows. So, oh no, I, yeah, I I know about that part. Yeah, yeah, you might have heard. I do the website. Also, I get yelled at fucking constantly by yeah. this potty mouth. Let's see. Sixty-two percent of the people don't think don't feel like it's too big of a deal, though. Mm, well, when they hear this episode, we're gonna have to run a second one. It'll be called, what do you think now? Anyway, Jordan, um, do you want to do like a Twitter question or two? Oh, wait, no. I have to thank the backers. Yeah, yeah. I haven't <laughs> done the thing yet. Oh, my God. Oh, Chris, before you get to that, first of all, we've gotten some responses already. Uh, <laughs> hashtag leave Jordan alone. <laughs> uh, another who, person. Was, was that Crackshot with a zero for an O that started no, with hashtag? that was Troy said that. Mm. Uh 100% pure crack says the opposite, however, dot, dot, dot. Mm. Uh, Tim Spencer says, but it's funny, so it's okay. Uh, rude. Jason Ibrahim says, <laughs> I think the Jordan soundboard erases any ill intent on Jordan's part. I have so much unused Jordan soundboard <laughs> that was sent over. But then have... Tim Spencer, again, who is empathic Twitch, does say, I have dozens of sound clips that cl- prove that he is, that yeah. I am mean to you. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Especially that? when you turn them into a soundboard, it makes me even meaner. Uh, let's see. Why isn't this letting me? Let's talk about, you know what? Why don't we do a Twitter question? Do a Twitter question, and then I'll, I'll do the thing. All right. Let's look. I did I did uh, put up a thing asking for Twitter uh, questions earlier, for listener questions, as they call them. And we got a few. Uh, hey, why doesn't Matoki have a pure heart crystal, Elizabeth wants to know? Uh, probably because he doesn't have a pure heart. Yeah, what? Well, we know he doesn't lust after uh, preteen girls or teen, early teen girls because he makes fun of his best friend for that. So, what what is the thing he does that that depurifies him? Um, I don't know. He's a capitalist. <laughs> okay, that's it. There you go. <laughs> uh, good question. Uh, and they're now solved. Uh, hey, Chris, Asimov fangirl wants to know. If the Senshi participated in the Winter Olympics, what sport would each of them compete in? Uh, well, uh, tennis is a summer Olympic sport. So right. That one's out for Usagi. Uh, like, there's, I feel like there's like eight figure skating episodes of this show. Uh, Jupiter was great at figure skating, right? 
Yeah, she was super good. Yeah. So she'd be the figure skater. Mm-hmm. What what is is Mercury curling? She can use a bubble spray to smooth the the oh, lane. That's actually pretty good. But uh, the, I could see that actually spraying the ice would stipple it. It would be the opposite of smoothing oh. it. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. She could do that to the opponents. Then I think you saw you would accidentally do skeleton. Yeah, what is that one? Skeletons where you go down the bobsled track f- uh, head first. Oof. Yeah, it's oh, terrifying. No. Uh, oh, also, yeah. Wait, who's the great skier? Ray, right? Ray is, Ray is a good skier, yes. I feel like Minako would be a snowboarder. I don't know why, but that's just the image I see her in my head. It seems very cool. <laughs> Which she would like. Well, what's the most, uh, what's the most like, uh, gymnastic Winter Olympic, other than figure skating? Uh, ice dancing would have to be right. Like, yeah, what? I mean, like that's kind of a, in the same family as figure skating, but it is a different category. Or like, like ski jump, maybe. What's the uh, what's the biathlon? What's the the biathlon what's... is skiing and shooting. <laughs> really? Okay, <Yeah. laughs> I didn't know that. You you have a rifle and you ski and then you stop and shoot targets and then for each target you miss, you have to do a penalty lap. I'm looking at the list of of things. Military patrol? What is that? Not sure what that is. It's on the list of uh, Winter Olympic sports. It's a sport in which athletes competed in cross-country skiing, ski mountaineering, and rifle shooting. All right. So it's like the, it would be called the triathlon if there wasn't already a triathlon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dog sled racing? You think she'd be good at that? Like talking cat sled racing. <laughs> she just she races <laughs> poor <laughs> Artemis. <laughs> Cycling? Is she a good bicyclist? That's a Winter Olympic? Apparently. Mm, Maybe it's that both. That seems weird. That doesn't seem correct. It's I, I'm looking at... I Google the list. I don't know what to tell you. Mm, I think... I think... Mm. Maybe Google's wrong. It wouldn't be the first time. Maybe Google is wrong, Jordan. All right. All right I have some patrons to thank. Let's do it. It looks like we only have uh, one person to thank this time around, and it's uh, Joseph Kuznici. Thank you very much, Joseph. We appreciate your support. So, so that's my husband. His name is actually pronounced Kuznici. Oh, but oh. yes, it's Polish and it's nonsense. Wow, we screwed it up. I kept my own last name. Okay. All right. That's why we timed it this way, because he was like, I want to hear them try and say my name, I, and then you can tell them how to say it I right. think I did pretty good. No, if it was actually pronounced remotely like the original polish you'd probably be really close but they it's been really bastardized at this point yeah, there's there's two z's in there it's a lot of consonants i kept my own last name all right so let's get back to this show it's 10 30 <laughs> Okay, so we're back with old uh, with old sailor business, and uh, all right. I talked about how it's been eight episodes, right? Yes. The mirror, the one, two, three in the mirror, has not gotten any easier to watch, and in fact, I think is getting worse as we go on. Well, okay, wait. I I think one, two, three is still kind of neat. Like it's a neat effect. It's not cool (laughs) to do to someone but it's like neat looking kind of you know it's not it's not a thing i'm stoked about seeing every week well it's because we we've come to understand how 
creepy and gross it is. And again, also compounded by the just the time that we live in. Well, no, look, I think the I think the imagery and the, the symbolism of what's going on is pretty blatant. And I think no, it's no, like, absolutely. But I think we're you know, but we're I I think it's I do think it's compounded by the world around us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because the world around us is an endless nightmare. Uh, but it's like <laughs> it, it just has not like you'd think we would have gotten used to it, and I'm actually getting less like it's getting more uncomfortable as it goes on. Well, I think. this one does add in a, a a new twist, so to speak. Where he grabs the mirror and stretches it wide open. Oof. Yeah, there is that. Which is pretty yeah, it's, gross. It's not good. It's pretty It's not good. Uh, it's it's really bad, actually. Like, I mean, Stephanie, I might like again. Am I am I overreacting to this? Oh no, this is this is like my biggest thing. Like, so I actually love them as villains, the Amazon trio, but I like like they're terrible. Like they give me the God, they just ugh. they're gross. Like they're creeps. They're all creeps. They're all gross. It makes them very effective villains because every time I see them, I'm just like, please don't touch me. I need a shower. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I oh. guess I've kind of gotten used to having like not necessarily likable villains because they rarely are. But like, no, yeah, no, they're not likable, but they, they are though. They are as well. A, l- a little more comical, yeah, I like, guess. Or like charming somehow. The witches five fucking hate each other and it's very entertaining. Yeah. The witches five are great. Like the, it's, it's great. Well, it's one of those things where murder is, is better. Yeah. And, and look, Tomoe was a creep. Yeah. We went through that. Tomoe was a creep, but he was not a yeah, creep to the level sure. of like the 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 symbolism that we're getting with the mirrors and like. Well, the only thing we got comes out. Okay, he was just like, a creep because he played Twister, right? Wasn't it just one episode where he played Twister? Well, I mean, and I mean, he wanted to make every inanimate object like. Okay, sexy. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> he made a fucking vacuum cleaner, Jordan. <laughs> that's not how he used it. I mean, Jordan. you don't know that. What? I'm just like, look, with smoke and fire, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, like it's there's a scene in this one where like not only does he like stretch the mirror out and shove his head in, and it's like really like it's increasingly uncomfortable every time it happens. But he also like when he comes out, he's got the like the blush lines on his face it's like really it's it's, it's very bad and it's not good. and again i'm kind of left wondering like is this like because of the stretched out serialized nature of the show first question does the amazon trio do this in the manga and second like is it done to this extent because i feel like if it's done once like if they pull out the mirror and they like look through it and like like that's you know there's there's symbolism and 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 the same kind of imagery in that, but it's not something that they're doing every week to everyone, uh, including spoiler warning for next week, one of our main characters. <gasps> Spoilers, yeah. So the scouts, and by the scouts I mean Chibis, the Usagis. The Usagis see this, they transform. The Usagi. The Usagi. No. Uh, <laughs> They transform into Chibi, into Chibi and to Sailor Moon. Uh, well, I guess into Cosmic. Uh, you know what I'm saying. 
He goes, I was expecting you. Like, this is the whole reason I was doing this in the first place. Ha, 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 ha. He throws daggers at them, which is like, what? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Tuxedo the Mask uh, tries to shove a piece of wood into his throat. Which is Chris, good. Chris, who? 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 <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jordan. I missed my cue. You want to set me up again? No, no, you could just do it late. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Wait, is is it this one? No. Is that one? Wrong show. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, yeah. He says, when are you going to learn to stop attacking women? And the answer is never. Yeah, apparently not this week or next. I, like, uh. I do... I, I wish I was in charge of writing the translation for this, because instead of being like, when will you learn to stop attacking women, rich? Uh, I would have had Tuxedo Mask be like, is this going to keep happening? <laughs> can, you, can, can you not? <laughs> so then uh, Chibi used to praise to a horse. Yep, like you do. And uh, it happens. A horse shows up. Now, at this point, okay. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. At this point... Tiger's Eye has just, like, is there. They're not summoning Pegasus to deal with any uh, of the Lemure, because they have not yeah. shown up yet. It's just Tiger's Eye watching Pegasus come out when this girl prays to a horse. So I feel like, again, next week, it, it should be like, hey, there's this pink-haired child that we should probably get, because she seems to know how to get Pegasus to show up. Nope. No. Two possible answers. One, they're just idiots. Two, even he's not that perverted. <laughs> I think the idiots is more likely. Or, or alternately, they can stop doing the weird sex stuff. <laughs> so, uh, uh, the fact that Tuxedo Mask showed up already uh, means the answer is probably no. But I was wondering, do you think they asked Mamo to take the groceries to their house first? Maybe. Do you think they were like, can you just take these? But then hurry back, because there's probably going to be a creep that you need to hit with a stick. Do you think he was like, like he fell to his knees in the street and he was like, the groceries, they're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, we missed out on him standing on top of a street light, like with an armload of eggs and <laughs> Well, the eggs got busted, unfortunately. That's true. The eggs got busted. So anyway, yes, as you alluded to, Tiger's Eye now summons the shadow monster. Uh, what was her name again? Hebi Hanako. Yes, this is Hebi Hanako. Um, now I actually did something. AKA, that I, AKA, AKA, the lady who walks through walls. Oh, that's true. Did, I thought you were going to give me like a like an English name for her. Well, I mean that's English. <sighs> God damn it! Uh, if you want to know where her name came from. Uh, apparently, uh, the heavy part means snake, and the hanabi part means fireworks. So she's f- f- firework snake child. Sure. Why not? Mm. Now I did something that I don't usually do when I watch this episode. I actually took notes with a pen and a notebook. Oh, weird. Yeah, here's what I wrote down. Here's the last uh, two notes that I wrote. Uh, one. I do not understand this at all. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm, for the rest mm-hmm. of the episode. Okay. 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 Fair. S- second note. I'm starting to think Super S is bad, actually. Those are the last two notes you, you, you took? Of this episode? Yes. 
Because there's a point later where I'm kind of surprised you didn't have a comment. Anyway, we'll get there. Well, let's let's just get through it. Let's just get to it. So the the, the shadow monster comes out, mm-hmm. and her shadow goes flying straight up into the air to Pegasus. That's not how shadows work, but fine. The shadow monster. Yeah, I know, but it's this whole th- again. They set up this whole thing about it, well, if you can get into his shadow, you can get into his mind, and blah blah blah. And in fact, what actually happens is she just fucking shoots up into the air and sticks into him like a fucking arrow. And then turns him into a statue. What? What the fuck? What? I was really expecting, you know, her to go into one of their shadows and be like, uh, now yeah. you're being controlled. Like how they had the the whip around Tuxedo Mask's shadow a few episodes ago. That was actually mm-hmm. kind of cool. Right. Yes. Yes. And no, not at all. So it it goes into Pegasus, turns Pegasus into a, Pegasus into a statue, and that makes Chibi go like catatonic. So then they're inside Chibi's dream. And basically, inside Chibi's dream, the monster is like, hey, uh, remember how that lady was like, Pegasus is never going to tell about his power? I'm going to tell then. Also, she has a giant tear on her face. Yeah. Um, I think you kind of glossed over the part where they go inside Chibiusa's dream and find Pegasus. End of show. Oh, yeah. Good point. Like, yeah. Like, maybe report back and be like, hey, I found Pegasus inside this girl's dream. Here's why the show's not over, because Tiger's Eye is a fucking idiot, and <laughs> when Pegasus gets turned into a statue, Tiger's Eye goes, cool, you got this, and scrams. <laughs> like, why does he backflip out now? Like, he should be, like, trying to take him captive. Yeah. He, he, there's, there's all sorts of things he could be doing, and instead he's just like, oh, great, peace. I hope nobody kills my monster. As has happened literally every time I have done this. <laughs> what are the chances? So, uh, so she's like, hey, Ch- Chibi, uh, look, I put a leash on Pegasus. Don't you want to own Pegasus? Oh, and also she's like real. Uh, it, she gets real saucy with Pegasus. It's you. a little suggestive and I don't like it. Like she's rubbing her whole body all over this Pegasus. It's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> not good so, so she puts a little leash on him they're goes, called reins hey, on the horse sorry um, a rain. <laughs> on a leash. she puts a horse <laughs> leash on him <laughs> so you know so so you can walk your horse a horse leash. and yes. <laughs> and she goes just take take the reins take the reins this is your horse all you got to do is take the reins and then you control him forever it's totally your your deal she's like what no that's not what i'm all about uh, I don't. We, I, I don't. This is a weird scene. This is a really fucking weird scene because, and I don't mean because the lady's rubbing herself all over the horse's face. I'm talking about because taking the reins of the horse is what you do. Like that's not a bad thing. <laughs> we don't look at horse people and go, Jesus, they're so fucking mean. They're leading those horses around. No, that's what you do to a horse. I mean, look, may, maybe you do. What do you mean, maybe you do? I mean, like, maybe, like, I don't know. Like, look, that's not how I see horse owners, but, you know. What What do they do? I, no, I, like, I'm saying I don't see it that way, but maybe someone would. No, no, maybe. I understand that. I'm saying, so what way do you see it? Oh, I, no, I see it the normal way. That is the normal way. That's what I'm saying. I see it oh, that oh, way. Oh, 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 now I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like the question was that she was trying to get Chibusa to, like, try and take his power like right mm-hmm. like they were talking about at the beginning where you know oh if they think of world conquest and her right, like right, right. refusal of that is 
what breaks him free. It doesn't entirely check out, but no, it's stupid because well, I mean, I think that I think <laughs> what they implied was that if she gets Chibi to take it, then it's kind of like one of those devil's bargain things. Once, once, once she accepts what I'm offering one time, like I, I'll, I'm control her forever. No, 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 no. That's not. She what wouldn't this have is. beautiful dreams. That's not what this I is. I actually just figured it out, which took me watching it twice and having a conversation. Let's hear it. it. Let's hear it. Pegasus has to live in a beautiful dream. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If Pegasus, if if the person's dream isn't beautiful, then the, Pegasus can't stay there. So what uh, Heavy Hanako is doing is trying to change Chibiusa's dream from her beautiful dream of being friends with everyone to her dream of controlling Pegasus so that Pegasus will be forced out of her dream and I guess they'll be able to capture him in the real world? Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to say. Yeah, I don't think that's what it is because really? well, because they they've already said this thing about like Pegasus changes dreams whenever he wants to and we and they they've alluded to in other episodes we have to murder these people because he could just pop into these other people's dreams if he pops out of those other ones, the ones he's in. So I if you go again back at the in that first scene where he, they're talking in the weird circus alleyway, Tiger's Eye is saying stuff about like yeah, you get into their heart and then you control them. So I really think she's trying to take no, control of Chibi. when cuz when Chibiusa says like no, my dream is to be friends like the background changes to the 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 bright pink like i i totally like i think it's a weird thing of trying to manipulate chibius's dream but like again much like the mechanics of pure hearts this show is very vague about how any of this works yeah i mean not to mention if if she's got reins on pegasus and they're in her hand why isn't she just like oh I have control nope, of Pegasus. Because she doesn't now. have control of Pegasus. She's trying to change the dream. I just, I don't feel like it makes sense anyway. She didn't directly go into Chibiusa's shadow. She went for Pegasus. So maybe because she of went- that, she's trying to like destroy the dream to bring him out so that they can like have him captured then at that point. Because I guess right now he's still in her dream. It's really confusing. Yeah. Long story short, she's, Chibi says no. That breaks the reins. He's no, he unstatues. The monster gets kicked out of their dreams. And then, and then she goes, now Sailor Moon, and Sailor Moon kills the monster. Yes. That's a really long kaleidoscope screen. Have they all been that long? Oh, yes. Maybe I just didn't <laughs> every, register how long they were taking. Every week. It's, it's the worst part of Moon Gorgeous Meditation, which is otherwise super it, rad. It's a really cool attack. I love it. Center to the fucking Phantom Zone. Also, I just want to take a moment to point out that this entire attack has taken place in broad daylight on a street that I'm pretty sure we actually saw some other people at the end of the corner at one point earlier. Hmm, maybe. And they're all just like, eh, okay, stuff happened. Everyone's just like, yeah, man, remember like three years ago when we were all just in comas all the time? That was such a simpler <laughs> time. Things were so easy then. Yeah. So from there, we <sighs> cut to... This is Miss oh, Marina's wait, beautiful wait. dream. First of all, no, hold on, hold on. Tuxedo Mask goes, I'll get the car. Which is <laughs> which is weird. I wish the car also transformed into a tuxedo, so it was a car with a little hat on it. <laughs> okay. Back to back to the her yeah, So we see Miss Marina's beautiful dream. 
And uh, Miss Rio's beautiful dream is hilarious because it's just children painting exactly as they are told. And liking her is what it, I think they like her is what's happening in the dream. That, yes. that is astounding to her. Yeah, they're liking her because she's not telling them they suck. Yeah, because they're doing it right. Because well, that's what you want in a children, for them to just do it right the first time. Well, like, I thought the first line is when they're like, oh, this cloud looks like a thing. And she's like, oh, yeah, it a does. Cream puff. Paint it to look delicious. She's encouraging them. Yeah, but make sure it still looks like a cloud. Don't actually draw a cream <laughs> puff in the sky because that's fake. And that's fake bullshit. Not a lie. No, she doesn't <laughs> say that. She doesn't say that. She's taking uh, Chibiusa classmates advice and becoming more lenient and therefore likable because that's what we all want from our teachers more leniency like that's what makes a good teacher i mean i feel like you should just maybe not be a dick yeah no it's true don't be a dick then chibi gives her a little lecture about her painting because okay so so she 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 wakes up from this hideous ordeal with the two Yusagis on either side of her. And she's like, what happened? What happened? And they're like, oh, Sailor Moon saved you. Oh, yeah? Awesome. Hey, by the way, your painting was great, but how come you turned in the Pegasus version after I specifically told you not to do the Pegasus? And she's like, because that's what I felt in my fucking heart and I'm an individual and I had to be me and I had to be true to myself and I saw it as a Pegasus. So I put that fucking Pegasus on there and that's who I am is a girl who draws Pegasuses and the, the and the teacher's like, sure. And the teacher goes, all right, that's totally cool. I'm going to mark you down. Yeah. You're not going to get your grade for it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Marina? I learned nothing. But I like it personally. I personally think that it's a beautiful painting. You did a great job, but rules are rules. And you're not going to get an A it's, on that shit. It's not good. I, I don't like, I mean, she's showing more of a personality, oh. but she's not. I don't know. I'm confused. She oh, God. in this is arguably the best part of this episode. Cause she's like, yeah, cause, cause I'm not doing this for the grade. I'm doing it. Cause it makes me like myself better. Cause I can look myself in the mirror in the morning. Cause I draw a Pegasus and that's, that's what's up with me. And then she's just like, cool. You can look yourself in the mirror with a C then like, what the fuck? Miss Mar- and then she's, and this Miss Marina walks away, pumped up to fail these kids. She, she literally walks away and out, loud says i'm not giving up bring it on brats i love it she's awful awful. like i love that but you need to be like less of a terrible teacher and so that seems like that's totally the end of the episode i really was expecting okay credits end theme nope but it didn't happen yeah it didn't happen chris so then the holy grail part two shows up is that what you call this scene? Yeah, because that's what like, because it looks like the holy like it looks like the Holy Grail, but the sequel, the Holy oh, Grail is doing this the show. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, no, you're right. The Holy Grail Part Two shows up, and Pegasus pops out in the hologram. In, well, hold on, you, you didn't say we're in Chibi's room. We're yeah, in Chibi's we're in, Chibi's attic. We're in Chibi's room later that night. Chibi's taking off her socks, getting ready for bed. Uh, holy Grail Part Two shows up. Pegasus appears in hologram form and is like, hey, I want to be your friend. And and I'm like, mm, <laughs> but just the two of us. So then Chibi says, we'll stay up not all night good. and talk all night. It's not good. 
And then Jesus fucking Christ. Why was this necessary? Chibi. Really oh my know. god, I wasn't even like I I missed this the first time through somehow. Okay, this is why I was like, I can't believe you didn't have any more notes, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I must have been. I I, rem- I must have been writing something down. Chibi takes off all her clothes, except for thankfully her underwear, but is sitting there completely topless in front of Pegasus, who is blushing the shit out of himself. And he's like blushing and looking away. And if he wasn't blushing and looking away. It would be less weird because there's there's like and I've seen in other anime too where it's like there's a certain point where you know children they're you know they're not sexual yay Um, but his response makes it weird and it's not good the fact that the fact that he's like whoa 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 whoa," and she's like what's the matter and he's like I don't know Uh, I'm a creep hey guys Uh, yeah is Sailor Moon bad. Starting to worry. Starting to worry. What if, like, what if Sailor Moon, like, what if we devoted so much time and energy to this show, but because I never saw past the middle of R, there's like, there's like 50 awful episodes in a row at the end. There's not 50 awful episodes at the end. I don't know. I will say I took a moment to, like, check the wiki for the manga really quickly because I wanted to see... Uh, how much you took off her clothes? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but how how like quickly okay. the Amazon trio was around? And I was reading the synopsis, and none of it sounds familiar. So I have a feeling a lot of this is just made up out of full, whole cloth. So it's pretty different. Is this this is still Ikahara running things at this point, or is it in other people's hands at that point? I I mean, so, I know he's a little weird. I don't know. Let's see. Well, again, you read the director, writer, and animation director earlier in the episode, and uh, so you can blame all of them for this naked chibi scene. I will, and because that's the thing, like, it, like you said, it's it's the blushing and the looking away that make that that kills it. Because if he didn't, if he was just like totally cool with it, <laughs> totally it not like, what I meant. Yeah, this is if a it child. Went, it's right. If it went uncommented on, then you would just go, "Oh, okay." It's if there was kid, no. Imp- of anything right. remotely sexual, but they went there. I- I- Ikuhara's with the show up through the end of the season, at least. Okay. So. Ikuhara, Ikuhara, what no. are you doing, buddy? I don't know. So she has a conversation. No, we're, and done. I, we're done. We're out. No, we're no, done. no. I have to at least <laughs> I have to at least mention it because she talks about the fact that they call him Pegasus, but that can't be his real name. What's his real name? And he says, uh, I can't tell you that yet. I'm sorry. It'd be all mysterious. So that's it. Then it's over. Boy, it's time for us to talk about what we've learned. It's time for Sailor Business Says. What we learned, Stephanie? Uh, I learned that don't take, you shouldn't take ever take your shirt off in front of a horse. <laughs> he'll make it weird i mean honestly just a, that's good general life advice even without the context of sailor moon um i learned that you don't have to like children to be a teacher uh, it's just it's okay like you can get through it just bring it on brats uh i learned that if a child draws something and it's not exactly like it is in reality then it's worthless trash 
Chris, it's because that's not what the assignment was. If I wanted your fucking imagination, I would have asked for it, kid. You that's literally what have asked for my imagination on a professional <laughs> basis several times now. No, no, it, but right. But if I said to you, Chris, write me a true to life bio comic and you fucking put a pegasus in that shit i'm gonna be like get out of here yeah but you know what that's who i am and it makes me like me better (laughs) this is basically the speech john candy gives at the end of planes trains and automobiles but about a pegasus no i've never seen it oh you'd like it oh you should it's a good movie yeah so i look we've been through it at this point this episode fucking blows (laughs) it's not that bad oh yeah it is what yeah, a really endorsement. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty this, bad. There are worse episodes. There, there that's, are, that's what I have to say. <laughs> there, I, I don't know if... I don't mm. think we've had a run of episodes this bad since, like, since the, the dark times when we realized that Sailor Moon R is pretty bad, actually. Oh, I, here, here's an <sighs> update. 53 votes... 68% says no, Jordan is not too mean to Chris. How many of those are Russian bots, though? <laughs> are we followed by Russian bots? Wow. Like, okay, here's the thing. It, at least starting at 132, we've had what's going to be at least four pretty bad ones in a row. Because next week's also not great. This, These are the episodes literally shaking my belief in what we are doing here at the show. It's gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. Uh, but yeah, like this, these these are rough. These are the episodes that try men's souls. I think. Uh, and Stephanie, as someone who's who's going through along with us, like this is undiscovered territory for you too. What's your feeling on that? I mean, it's definitely rough. There have definitely been some some good episodes. Like like I liked the one right before this one. The the one with 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 Makoto's friend and the writer it's like that was cute uh, but for the most part like i like a good villain and i like that these are genuinely like i find it hard i would and i'm saying this and i realize that there's gonna be people who prove me wrong but it's hard to defend these guys as villains because they're just fucking creeps but yeah they make me intensely uncomfortable on like a really deep level like, I think if you're watching it as a kid, you're just like, bad guys are bad. Watching it as an adult who, like, is aware that people are behind this content making choices, that skews me out pretty hard. <laughs> and it's it's not good. Yeah. yeah, this happened on purpose. Yeah, like, it's it's like when people try and defend, you know, a female character's, like, choice to, to wear something impractical. That, that, no, no, the creator, who's probably a 30-something white dude, not to at you guys. That's fine. <laughs> we, we deserve it and can weather that one, I think. <laughs> you know, like, they, like, so, like, this was a choice made, not not an actual woman making that choice for herself kind of a thing. So yeah, like I would, I like skip at all costs, man. Wow. Yeah. This one's really That's pointless. Harsh. It has, it does nothing to progress anything really. No, no, it's super skippable. Yeah. I mean, like, Unless you really care about Chibi's artistic endeavors. Like, is there like, is there any, like, is there any reason that you would say don't skip this episode, Jordan? Uh, I mean, cause you should watch every episode. No, you really shouldn't. 
<laughs> wow. No, hold on. You don't mean that, do you? Do I mean that you shouldn't watch every episode of Sailor Moon? Yeah. Yes. If somebody said to you, should I watch every episode of Sailor Moon or just skip through and watch only the good ones? You'd be like, just skip through and watch the good ones. I would be like, well, there's definitely one where they go to a haunted hotel that you do not strictly need. You don't. Yeah, but need. Oh, wow. There's, yeah, there's sure. the episodes that you need. Episode one. Episode two. Episode I mean, OK, 10. to be uh, fair. I, I am the person who just watched 423 episodes of SVU. So, see, I don't know how you can watch that. Look, I've watched 800 episodes of Power Rangers. Yeah, I've watched them all. <laughs> That's a lot. Some you can skip. <laughs> well, again, watched means a different thing for me than it does for you, because you were like, I watched Power Rangers like while I was like writing things. Yeah. So you didn't watch it, like watch it, watch it. Look, I can multitask. Anyway, let's get out of here. Um, <laughs> so, anyway. Stephanie, uh, thank you for joining us. You're going to be back yeah. next week for our next trip to, to through this awful, awful stretch of ground. At least there's actual like main character interactions, so yeah. that's slightly more fun. Uh, and there's nudity next episode. More nudity. <laughs> There's certainly At more acceptable nudity. nudity. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We won't say who, but yes, there's more nudity. Honestly, it's, it's literally the only nudity on this show that is acceptable. It could be Usagi's mom. So that would be acceptable. No. It's, I mean, because she's legal. Anyway, I, let's move on. Yeah, what is your definition of acceptable? Because I meant I could I'm just going to let him happening. dig this hole. I want to hear how far it goes. <laughs> Stephanie, where can everybody find you online uh, if they can't wait for our next episode to hear more from you? Well, I'm not a super active like content creator or anything, but I'm most active on my Tumblr, which is a lot of uh, reblogs for whatever fandom I'm doing a deep dive in that day. And that is going to be uh, most like a kumquat. It's a long story. <laughs> but yeah, that's my most active thing. Uh, my Twitter account basically almost only exists to follow you guys and a couple other people and i don't uh, i don't really post a lot because i'm bad at social media but tumblr is easy because i just look at things and reblog it so if you want to see what i like i'm on tumblr okay and what was what was that address again uh most like a kumquat like the fruit oh yeah there's hyphen between each word Okay, see, there you go. Well, you could you could get the hyphenless version because it does not appear to exist. Uh, Jordan, where can everybody find us online? Uh, you can find Sailor Business at Sailor Business on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. And you can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. He does a whole slew of podcasts like Spectre, Cool Kids Table, Pokemon World Tour, Pokemon World Tour United, Hard Reboot, at least one or two more that I'm forgetting. Kingdom Smarts. There's one. Probably others. He's got a secret one, I'm sure, that we don't know about yet, because he always is cooking a new one. Probably one about, like, that he records while he's editing this show that's, like, all the cuss words that you say, but more. Do we cut out the cuss words? I think, hopefully, Jake, like, the only reason people would say that you're not too mean to me if, is that, if, uh, I'll be honest, if, they, if, if, Jake, if you're cutting out the cuss words, then I'm very sorry. <laughs> but I thought we kept in the cuss words. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter as uh, and Tumblr as the ISB. That's T H E I S B. And you can visit my website, which is the ISB.com, for links to all the uh, comic books and columns that I write around the web, as well as the other podcasts that I do. Uh, Jordan, you're going to be editing another comic that uh, that Chad and I yeah, are working we just on called uh, Infinity Countdown Darkhawk. It's a miniseries about uh, the boy Chris Powell coming back, doing some space stuff. It's going to be yeah. really, really fun. It is. I'm very excited for it. Uh, very, very stoked. Uh, it's going to be. It is. It is going to be Dark Hawk as you like him. We got if you do like him. Literally hundreds of emails after we did the one shot saying do more Dark Hawk. Not yeah, kidding. And, and I do want to thank like everybody. I know that uh, probably a couple of sailor business listeners uh, might have sent those in. So thank you for that. It did end up getting us some more work. You can find the show at Sailor Business, and you can email the show at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. So feel free to send us stuff. Uh, we've got some cool emails to talk about uh, next time. So that's it. That's it, everybody. What a... I'm tired. Oh, yeah. This one wore me out. <laughs> uh, but we're going to be back next week with Protect Memoru, Ninja Usagi's Jealousy. And until then... Keep your mind on sailor business. What? <laughs> God damn it. If you think a beautiful dreamer would ever think of ruling the world. <laughs>